Get ahead of postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. All right, welcome to the show, World Soccer Radio on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, also Sirius XM. I'm your host, Nick Gieber. It's great to be with you on a uh, on a day when we uh, look back at a crazy weekend in the Premier League. Absolutely insane. We'll go through my predictions and how I did. We'll rate myself, and uh, I should probably berate myself rather than rate myself because, wow, we had some upsets, some shock results. Let's talk about them. Very exciting stuff. Uh, find me on Twitter at Nick Eber, N-I-C-K-G-E-B-E-R, Facebook, Facebook.com forward slash World Soccer Radio. Let's talk about the table. Let's talk about who's coming, who's going, teams that have definitely come off the boil, some that need to boil. Uh, let's look at the top. Let's look at the bottom. Let's look at who's underperforming, who's overperforming. Uh, this show presented to you by BetOnline.ag, and I'm with you each and every week night, 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 Eastern Time. Then again at midnight Pacific. 3 a.m. Eastern Time for all you early birds on Sports Overnight America. I'd like to welcome to the show all of our men and women in uniform around the world listening courtesy of the American Forces Network. And if you're listening on one of our digital platforms, whether that's iHeartRadio, TuneIn, the award-winning Sirius XM app, or via our podcast network, the Believe, B-L-E-A-V podcast network, I welcome you to the show. We do have a lot to get to today because it has been a most consequential weekend in the Premier League. I told you it was going to be a consequential weekend, and I told you that this match on Sunday between Liverpool and Manchester United at Anfield was going to be an important match. Um, I didn't say it was going to be an exciting match because it certainly wasn't. Oftentimes when you get two teams like that together, uh, it uh, leads to disappointment. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about Liverpool. Let's talk about Man U. Let's talk Leicester City, shall we? Let's talk Tottenham Hotspur, Chelsea. Let's talk Manchester City. Uh, On the bottom end of the table, we've got Sheffield. We've got Brighton. We've got West Bromwich Albion. We've got Fulham. Uh, We've got a whole bunch of bottom dwellers to talk about where the, the race at the bottom, including Burnley and now Newcastle United, is getting hot and heavy. Let's talk about Wolverhampton Wanderers. What a disappointment they have been since their massive injury to their star player. And Newcastle United have to be just about the most uninspiring team in global football. So much to get to. Uh, Let's uh, step aside, take a break. Be right back to kick it off here on World Soccer Radio. Uh, welcome back to the show. World Soccer Radio presented by BetOnline.ag. That uh, song, uh, No More Heroes by the Stranglers. Uh, talk about heroes. If you're Newcastle United, you're going, where is the new Alan Shearer? Where is the guy that's going to get it done for us? Nowhere to be found. 
and you wonder, is it the players? Is it the managers? So much to talk about, and we'll get to it all in due time. I do promise you. Look, the Super Bowl is just around the corner. If you're looking to place a bet on any of the sports going on, whether it's Super Bowl, uh, whether it's the Premier League, whether it's the Champions League, which will be starting up again very shortly, we've got other European leagues, we've got so much, you know, there's a, uh, NBA going on, there's so much going on right now. BetOnline.ag is the best and the only place that you want to lock it in. They've got game spreads and totals. They've got team player coaching props. Bet online gives you more options to wager than any other place online. Plus, they've got that online casino as well. Never closes, just like the casinos here in Las Vegas. Head over to betonline.ag today. Take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. Again, that's betonline.ag. Sign up today and make Bet Online your online sportsbook experts. And I do like to preach a little bit and tell you, if you're going to bet online, just do so responsibly. Make it uh, entertainment and not a lifestyle. Look, we're talking about No More Heroes. Uh, that was the song from The Stranglers brought us back from break. We're talking about Newcastle United. I have no idea why we're starting with Newcastle. I suppose because it was today, Monday's match. And, uh, I mean, oh my God, did they look awful. Um, short of ideas. Short of confidence in some respects short of talent on the pitch although anytime you're putting out people like Joe Linton I mean you know you've got decent players on that squad but short of a winning identity again let's apply the Ray Orozco matrix to Newcastle United Steve Bruce does he have the tenure well hmm, disappointing not really I mean is he a manager that inspires confidence I mean, if you have Steve Bruce, who's been there for a year, okay? I mean, is he a guy that's going to instill passion in you? I mean, Steve Bruce looks like your accountant, does he not? I mean, I know he's a former player, and I know he's, you know, a Newcastle man and, uh, and all of the rest. But, you know, no, 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 no. just awful no inspiration no vision no identity no belief I don't care who your squad is you look at Leeds United right now okay I'm sorry they're more dynamic they're more exciting they have belief every time they step on the pitch they think they can win and you know they get beaten most of the time in fairness but there are times when they do come up with those big wins. Steve Bruce, does he do it for you? No, he does not. I don't understand why a team like Newcastle United appoints a guy like Steve Bruce. Not when you've had a guy like Rafa Benitez. You know, Steve Bruce, look, I mean, as a player, yeah, he did well. I mean, he played in the sort of, you know, great days of Manchester United, right? 
But this guy's got a CV of teams managed uh, for a year, for two years, for three years. Look, he was at Birmingham City for six years. I think that was his biggest tenure. Yeah, he was a hull for four. But other than that, no, 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 no. That's why Newcastle are just awful. They have mediocre players. There's some really good ones, but they got nothing. They got no inspiration. So they fail on the Rayo Roscoe matrix on just about every single one of the categories. And that, my friends, is why at 19 points with an opportunity they had against an Arsenal team that has struggled all season, albeit the last few games they've been in a resurgence. But again, an Arsenal team, let's not forget, that came off a very dour nil-nil draw at home against Palace. Uh, you know, if you're Newcastle United, you're thinking you may be going, uh, you know, you're maybe going to go to uh, the Emirates and you're going to get a point. Why not? Palace did. No, no, it's a total concession. Getting blown out by this Arsenal team 3-0 is an embarrassment for Newcastle United. And that's why they are just seven points from the drop zone. And it's only that teams like Fulham have been so awful and West Brom and clearly Sheffield United as well. And it's too, you know, they, uh, Newcastle have a big game against Villa away at Villa Park. They have to win it. So I know we're talking about Newcastle. And I know a lot of people that watch the Premier League that maybe um, haven't been around for much time in the Premier League. Sort of, It's not one of the uh, clubs du jour. Although, let me tell you, Newcastle United is a huge club. It is the club in Newcastle, the only one rabid support in the area in terms of local clubs that get the most local support I, I think probably Newcastle United have to be there it's the ownership at Newcastle United that is the problem they're always going to fail the Ray Orozco matrix until they can get new ownership at New Leeds at Newcastle United new investment new outlook they get, they need an enema they need a football enema of the uh, of the largest quantity in order to put the past behind them and drive on to a new future in the modern football era because they are becoming an anachronism. And I'm sorry to be so negative, but I, I want good things to be there for Newcastle, but every time I watch them, I am disappointed and angered. And I think Arsenal, Arsenal just molested them today in the second half. So you can't count Newcastle United out of getting sucked into that drop zone vortex. So much is going to depend uh, at Craven Cottage what happens when Man United go to visit Fulham. That is a banana skin match, folks. We're going to talk about that. And Burnley. Burnley are going to Anfield. I'm going to give you my predictions. I mean, that match is not until Thursday. We've got plenty of time. You'll get my predictions uh, with the odds on that match. But I'm telling you, Liverpool are going to get their season back on track at, with Burnley visiting Anfield. Burnley, for all of their nice football they are capable of playing, um, just aren't getting it done. And they are another one of these teams that could get sucked into the vortex as I'm afraid of Wolverhampton Wanderers. Well, let's talk about that. What a disappointment so far. Uh, you wonder how much longer does Nuno Espirito Santos actually have at Wolves before they pull the plug on him? And if they do, do you think it's fair? I do not. 
but uh, we can uh, we can talk about that. All right, so much to get to, so little time. Find me on Twitter, at Nick Eber, N-I-C-K-G-E-B-E-R. Find me on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash World Soccer Radio. When we come back, let's take a look at the results from Saturday, Sunday, and today, Monday. Let's look at them. We had some matches to talk about. Of course, we had the big Liverpool Man U match, Man City Crystal Palace. We had Leicester Southampton, Chelsea Fulham Chelsea. Uh, West Ham, Burnley, Leeds, Brighton, Wolves, West Brom. Let's talk about it because we'll look at my predictions and we'll see how I set you up. We'll see if I made you any money over the weekend. And then let's get set. Let's talk about the title race and let's start looking at the matches coming up tomorrow and Wednesday. All right. Be right back after this. Don't go anywhere. I'm Nick Eber. This is World Soccer Radio. Well, look, the new year is here. New everything. New administration, new year, new look, new outlook. Hopefully, we'll put COVID behind us. And with the new year and New Year's resolution, there comes a ton of new big games in sports as well. And with those big games, you need big stakes. Kansas City Stakes has the cuts you crave to celebrate the playoffs and that big game. Visit KansasCityStakes.com slash gameday and save up to $25 on combos that are perfect for game day. Plus, you get free shipping with code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V. That's our podcast network, BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V. Get free shipping along with your game day steak. So try out the Snack Pack Combo. It features small plates with big flavor. they got mini Beef Wellington Steak Burger Sliders. And oh my God, I love Beef Wellington. Not on my diet for sure, but one of my favorites. Uh, they got mac and cheese melts. they got shrimp wrapped in bacon. Every order is flash frozen and delivered directly to your home. Satisfaction is guaranteed or you get your money back. Basically, every cut of steak imaginable, plus appetizers, desserts, barbecue. they got so much more. Again, go to kansascitysteaks.com slash gameday. Use the code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V. Use it at checkout. Get free shipping. Kansas City Steaks, big games, big taste. And speaking of big games, we had some whoppers this weekend. I can't say that we had uh, an exciting weekend of some of the most dynamic football you've ever seen because we didn't. (laughs) Let's be honest. Uh, Let's start, shall we? Uh, Let's start with the bets that I made and the games as they unpacked. Um... Well, let's start with the Saturday game, uh, the Saturday early morning game, which was at Molyneux. Wolverhampton Wanderers were playing West Bromwich Albion. Wolves are a good team. They're suffering the loss of Raul Jimenez, clearly. But a good team. I've always liked him. I thought last season they were spectacular. I like the manager, Nuno Espirito Santo. He's a good manager, gets his team together. They can be a difficult team to play for any of the top teams. And one almost wanted to think that Wolves, when they're playing a bottom team like a West Bromwich Albion, a team that had only one win on the season, and that was uh, against Sheffield United, who the worst team in the Premier League, 
that this should be a three points in the point ATM bank for Wolverhampton Wanderers. I mean, West Bromwich Albion had scored 11 goals in 17 matches up to this game. Yet they go to Molyneux. Oh, by the way, and so for me, this was an easy pick. Oddsmakers favorites, minus 166 on the money line for Wolverhampton Wanderers. West Brom, the huge underdogs, a plus 465. So my pick for this, just, you know, I knew Wolves were having trouble. And they were winless since uh, middle of December when they beat Chelsea. But, you know, I just thought this was the opportunity at home, at Molyneux, Forget Jimenez's injury. This is when Wolverhampton Wanderers are going to are going to uh, fight a wounded animal in West Brom. Then we're going to get their game on track. But no, this was for me probably the shock result of the weekend. Wolverhampton Wanderers losing three goals to two to West Bromwich Albion at home. And now I think things are really, really difficult for West Brom. Their next match is against Chelsea, who do have a game tomorrow against Leicester City, which is also a very big match, I might add. Uh, Chelsea went to Craven Cottage and got a difficult 1-0 victory. Uh, on Saturday. We'll get to that game here in a minute. I'd actually predicted a draw. Very nearly was, but a very, very difficult match for Wolves and uh, West Brom. Well, any points they get, you know, they're happy for, quite rightly so, because they are definitely um, relegation bound, which is sad. All right, next up, Leeds Brighton. This was at Ellen Road. Brighton, bottom of the table. Leeds United, middle of the table. Leeds United are like playing with a loaded gun. You, you, you just never know what you get with Leeds United. Brighton, really an, another one of these teams, uh, really awful. They've had uh, since third week of September, they had had one win, and that was a 2-1 victory away at Villa Park. Other than that, it's been primarily draws. They're sort of a draw specialist. So... I had thought that this game with Leeds United, who play some dynamic, fast-paced football, they're very difficult to play at the best of times. Uh, they had a huge 5-0 drubbing away a couple of matches ago against West Brom. And then before then, they beat Burnley at home. Yeah, they lost to Tottenham, but, you know, that's to be expected. I thought, again, Leeds United shooing for this and the over to boot. But no. Leeds United host Burnley. And shocker of all shockers, they lose. <laughs> so I apologize if you took my pick for that one. 1-0 uh, was the scoreline. And again, Burnley at plus 340, the underdog. So we had a couple of massive, massive um, underdog results. Actually, as we're talking here, you had three. West Brom at plus 465, Brighton at plus 235, and Burnley. Oh, we're going to get to Burnley here, Burnley West Ham. We're going to talk about that. So, And Brighton at plus 235. So um, 
that was a huge result for me. The next one was West Ham United against Burnley. Now, this match, um, I had looked at the odds on this one, and I, I thought this one, to me, uh, smelt like a draw. West Ham are another one of these teams, although you could talk about... Um, uh, 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 West Ham, are you inspired by a David Moyes West Ham? I, I'm not. Are they a bad team? No, not at all. Are they a good team? I, I think they're a pretty decent team. Their results certainly would say it. I mean, since September, they've only lost three games. I mean... <laughs> West Ham United, very quietly, folks, very, very quietly, still might have something to say about the title race, still might have something to say about a top four position. And we're going to know a lot more about it after tomorrow when they're hosting West Bromwich Albion, which I fully suspect West Ham are going to win. The problem the Hammers have is that they're not quite scoring enough goals to keep on pace with... Uh, the big boys. But, you know, that could change. But anyway, I had predicted that that match was going to be a draw. West Ham won it 1-0. And there you go. My third failure for you in a row. I failed Wolves-West Brom. I failed Leeds-Brighton. I failed West Ham-Burnley. And then let's move along to Fulham-Chelsea where I smelt a draw all the way, largely because Fulham, very, very difficult to play at Craven Cottage. Uh, I like this Fulham team that Scotty Parker's got together. Again, a young, dynamic manager who has a vision. I don't think he has the squad that he needs. I don't know that they have enough money. And I don't think he's been there long enough. So they've got like two out of the five Ray Roscoe matrices that they need. And I want to make sure I'm not running out of time here. Uh, no, I think I'm. I think I'm good. I think I'm good. Um, so they got like two of the five that they need, and I just think that the question for them is going to be: Are they going to make it through in time uh, in order to survive? Because at, at the end of the day, uh, that's really what it comes down to. Uh, can they survive in the Premier League long enough? Can they get themselves out of that position that they're in at the bottom of the table um, and get the extra points? And so I think this match they got coming up against uh, Man United is huge. But anyway, let's get back to the Chelsea match. Fulham-Chelsea. I thought Chelsea were going to go uh, to uh, Fulham and, uh, you know, it's a London derby and it was going to be a draw. Now nah, they just, you know, Chelsea eked it out in the last minute. So that is the third failure I had for you in a row. Last one, Leicester Southampton at the KP. There's very little I don't like about Leicester City. They are kind of a one-man show, but when that one man is showing, it doesn't really matter. Southampton coming off that huge victory against Liverpool that really kind of gave them all sorts of concepts and ideas were far above their station. I was pretty sure Leicester City were going to win this match. Uh, and at minus 125, the odds makers uh, agreed with me. And unsurprisingly for this one, it was a 2-0 victory for Leicester City. I did say take the under on this one. So I got both of them for you because it was three goals. This was 2-0 Leicester City at the KP. Leicester get three points. And Southampton, 
have a difficult run ahead, by the way, because coming up for Southampton is Arsenal uh, and Leicester City, though, have a huge, huge match against Chelsea tomorrow, which we'll get to after we get through the rest of the matches and I give you my preview for Tuesday. All right, uh, we are presented to you by betonline.ag. And just a reminder, if you miss any part of this show, head over to our podcast network. That's the Believe, B-L-E-A-V podcast network. Check us out there. Also, some other really great podcasts, including BSI, the podcast with uh, USL and MLS players, Benny Failhaber, Sal Zizo, Ike Opara, Great show. And the Shep Messing Daily Cast. I love that show. Shep, of course, a legend of the game. Man played with Pele. And this show. So head over to Believe.com. Check us out. Check out the podcast. Subscribe now. Do yourself a favor. You'll really enjoy it. I'll be right back after this. Soccer Radio presented by betonline.ag. Great to be with you. I'm your host, Nick Geber. Find me on Twitter at Nick Geber, N-I-C-K-G-E-B-E-R, or Facebook, facebook.com forward slash World Soccer Radio. You can find the podcast. It's available right as the show ends. You can find it at our podcast network, the Believe, B-L-E-A-V podcast network. Be sure to check it out. Uh, I mentioned earlier a couple of the great football shows they have on there, BSI, the podcast with uh, Sal Zizo, Ike Opara, and Benny Failhaber, and also Shep Messing, The Daily Cast. These are great shows. You'll really enjoy them. Check us out at BLEAV, the Believe Podcast Network. All right, we're taking a look at the matches over the weekend and today, Monday. And I'll give you a, some predictions for Tuesday's match uh, matches as well. But let's get back to uh, the weekend matches. We finished uh, Leicester Southampton, uh, Leicester City. Uh, finally, I got one right, by the way. Sunday was a little bit of a better day for me. Uh, Sheffield United were hosting Tottenham Hotspur. This was after she after Sheffield United had just come off of their first win of the season. Seemed like it was never going to happen, but it did. They beat th that awful Newcastle United team 1-0 at Bramall Lane. Uh, this a much more difficult ask facing Tottenham Hotspur, who um, really are, you know, uh, <laughs> one of these Jekyll and Hyde teams. I mean, the run they went on between the second game of the season and the 12th game of the season, where they had 10 games, 11 games unbeaten was really unbelievable and they were right up at the top of the table then they sort of went through a four-game blip where they uh, drew crystal palace away they lost 2-1 to liverpool then they lost 2-0 to leicester then they drew wolves but then they beat leeds they had a draw against fulham which was a shocker and then they're playing sheffield united so you know this is a team okay that's going to draw fulham uh, but beat Leeds 3-0. Beat Arsenal 2-0. Okay. Uh, this is a team that's beating Man United 6-1. <laughs> Yet they're drawing Fulham. So, uh, and, and Wolves. So this is what I mean. A Jekyll and Hyde team, very, very difficult to fathom. Uh, very inconsistent at this point. Although we're seeing a lot of inconsistency with many of the teams 
this season in the Premier League. So Tottenham were facing Sheffield United at Bramall Lane. It was away, but I still said Tottenham were going to win, and they did. Tottenham were the favorites, not huge favorites, minus 161. Favorites enough, however. So, okay, I finally get one after getting one out of five the previous day. Then Liverpool, Man United, the quote-unquote big game. And I told you, if you listen to the show, that these games typically uh, don't live up to expectations. That it's always an approach where you are happy not to lose. Yeah, you want to win, but you would be just as long as you don't lose. Uh, and I think that both of these teams sort of nullified them. Liverpool did come out, did attack, did dominate the first half. United had a couple of counterattacks, a couple of good shots of goal. It was largely Allison's excellent keeping that kept the ball out of the back of the net uh, and denied Man United. Liverpool had lots of penetration of the Man United final third, but no finishing. And we're going to talk about this in just a few minutes, but I, I think this is a big problem. I did think that the pundits at, on NBC actually got this one right. I'm going to tell you why, but let's move on to the next game. Man City, Crystal Palace. Look, I told you that Man City were a team on the ascendancy that looked like they have put their um, goal-scoring problems, they were coming out of that slump, and that they had held it together with outstanding defensive football that they were not conceding goals. I mean, it didn't take a rocket science to figure it. You could just take a look at how many goals Manchester City have conceded in 17 matches, and it's 13 goals, which is an astounding... In 17 matches, excuse me, 13 goals, which is an astounding match, uh, astounding number, when you consider the fact that Liverpool, who have played one match more, have conceded eight more goals. So that's why they've positioned themselves to be where they are right now, which is second in the table, going to go up to first. Uh, so I was not expecting anything other than a Man City win over Crystal Palace. They did. They scored a boatload of goals. They scored four of them. And there you have it. I was a perfect three for three on Sunday. Uh, the Liverpool United draw would have given you plus 240, and that was juicy. And if you took that, that's what you would have got. Then... For the Monday game, it was Arsenal against Newcastle. This was a uh, very, very simple game for me to give you. Um, because Newcastle are awful. Arsenal are somewhat on the ascendancy. I kind of thought this, if there was a, a negative result here, it was going to be a draw. I certainly never saw Arsenal losing, despite the fact, oh, well, because this was at home. But Arsenal did the business, and now, you know, their poor run of form uh, is far behind them. They are unbeaten in their last five games. They have four wins and a draw. So Arsenal coming around, and this is where we are right now in the table. Uh, you know, Liverpool have been badly affected by two things. Clearly, you know, Joe Gomez, Virgil van Dijk are the key injuries to Liverpool because what has made Liverpool such an impressive team over the Klopp era has been the fact that they've had a solid 
that they have developed into a solidly defensive team. They play a high line. When that line is penetrated, guys like Van Dyke and Gomez can get back, and you've got Trent Alexander-Arnold and Andy Robertson that can also fly back. And they're not nearly as susceptible. And when you and all of these guys can distribute the ball beautifully. So they are providing a lot more of that forward movement of the ball out of the back uh, because of the way they're structured. Now, with both of those guys gone, and with um, Jordan Henderson and uh, who else are they playing in the in as a centre back? Oh, Fabinho uh, as centre backs. You're not getting that same substance in the back. Not that they're bad defensively, and they conceded no goals, but it's not so much the concession of goals with those two, it's the way they play the ball forward and that it doesn't get the attack, that sort of, it doesn't sort of set them up for that high-paced jackhammer in your face where you're down. Uh, what, what is it Jurgen Klopp uh, called it? Heavy metal football uh, that they want to play. So that has affected them, plus... I think the lack of a, of a full break has affected them. And then for the front three, having um, Jota uh, injured, Diogo Jota injured, has been a huge blow because when one of those guys needs to come out for a rest, a little refresher, maybe a little reminder about that there's someone to take your place, there hasn't been anybody there. And those front three that used to be so vaunted are still good. They're just not great. And... Uh, I'm not sure what they do about it. You know, I honestly had thought after they administered the 7-0 thumping to Crystal Palace that they would, uh, that the the guys would be back up front for Liverpool. They'd got the taste of the net. They got the taste of the back of the net. They knew they could do it, and they'd roll through. But since then, they have been impotent. They had one goal against West Brom, none against Newcastle, none against Southampton, and none against Man United. So they've scored one goal in four matches, which is horrendous. Now, they've conceded two, but, you know, <laughs> that's, that's what I'm talking about. It's not so much defensively, because Liverpool have the second best or third, third best uh, defensive record in the league, well, fourth best, uh, 13 goals against for Man City, 17 goals against for Tottenham, and then uh, Liverpool, uh, Leicester, <clears throat> Liverpool, excuse me, Liverpool, Leicester, Everton, Chelsea, Southampton, West Ham. <clears throat> oh, Arsenal have conceded fewer, ball, fewer goals. There we go. So the fourth best. So, I mean, they're not a terrible team. Actually, I take it back. <laughs> the second best defensive team in the Premier League is actually Aston Villa. So what do I know? But plus 13, that's a hell of a goal differential to be sitting down in the 11th, in the 11th spot on the table. I look at goal differential is an important number when I look at the table because typically, folks, the team with the best goal differential will be the one that wins the league. Now, clearly, Liverpool, Tottenham, Man City all on 16. But to look at Aston Villa at plus 13. And, and Chelsea are plus 12 to be down there. It's a weird season. And now we're in a situation where we have Manchester United, top of the table, City second, with a game in hand, two points behind. They'll be playing Aston Villa on Wednesday. They will win that game. Man United are playing Fulham on 
Wednesday. They will draw that game. They will be tied on points. And City will be ahead on goal differential. Liverpool playing Burnley. They will win that game. That'll take them to 37 points. They will be second or third. Leicester City play Chelsea. That's such a huge match coming up, and that will be a draw. All right. Without, uh, we don't have much time left, and I promised that I would give you uh, my picks for uh, the matches coming up tomorrow. Let's make sure I have enough time. We do. Perfect timing. Look at that. I'm so good at this. You'd think I'd be doing it for 20 years, which I have, but uh, we'll leave it right there. Okay, uh, let's take a look here. So the match is coming up uh, tomorrow, uh, Tuesday and Wednesday. Uh, we have West Brom, West Ham, um, the London Stadium. West Ham will win at minus 172. Leicester, Chelsea. I'm going to take a draw at the King Power at plus 225. Man City, Villa. I'll take Man City as the favorites at minus 400. And finally, Man United, Fulham. I'm going to take a draw at plus 300. And just to make sure that I don't change it on you, I'm going to go ahead and print these out and I'll, and I'll uh, check the necessary checkbox where they need to be checked so I can keep it honest with you when we come time to look and go through these matches. Uh, those are the matchups for Tuesday and Wednesday. And then, of course, we have matches on Thursday. And then we have some FA Cup action over the weekend. So we've got a lot of stuff to get to. Never fear. I'll take you through all of it. All right. This is World Soccer Radio. I'm Nick Gieber. You can find me each and every weeknight from 6 p.m. Pacific. That's 9 Eastern Time. Then again at midnight Pacific, 3 a.m. Eastern Time. That's on Sports Overnight America. I'm on uh, the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, Sirius XM, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, the award-winning SiriusXM app, the American Forces Network, and you can find the show right at its conclusion on our podcast network, the Believe, B-L-E-A-V podcast network. We are presented to you by betonline.ag. When I give you money lines on these games and try to steer you in the right direction for having a, um, a little uh, entertaining wager, uh, all those money lines come courtesy of our title sponsor, betonline.ag. You should go check them out. They've got all sorts of great free money offers, great sign-up bonuses. Again, head over to betonline.ag and make them your online sportsbook experts. All right, I'll be right back to wrap it up after the break. World Soccer Radio. show because it's my show and i like the song so i can do that this is world soccer radio i'm nick geber find me on twitter at nick geber n-i-c-k-g-e-b-e-r or facebook facebook.com forward slash world soccer radio i want to quickly run down my picks for tuesday and wednesday matches uh so that you are prepared to put in your wager betonline.ag uh west ham west brom again london stadium uh, west ham yeah i think you have to take them and at minus 172 bookmakers would agree Leicester City, Chelsea at the KP, at the King Power. Now, both of these teams have plus money. Plus 184 for Leicester, plus 144 for Chelsea. When both teams have plus money and they're close, the odds makers are kind of seeing what I'm seeing, which is a draw, and a plus 225. I think right now, 
it's a really good some, a really good price for that draw. Man City Villa, well, it's Man City Villa are long shots uh, plus 11.50. Now, folks, Man City will win this game, but if you wanted to try to get a little speculation, a little speculate uh, speculatory bet, Aston Villa have been terrific away from home, and this is not a bad football team. It is there. It is possible, highly unlikely, but it is possible that they could actually win this game. You might try a little $5 wager on Villa at plus 1,150. Why not? Although I do think City will win. And at minus 400 on the money line, though, I don't think there's much value there. The other one, the other one that I'm going to go with a draw on is Fulham, Man United. I know United are flying high at the moment. I know guys like Bruno Fernandes and Edison Cavani and uh, McTominay. I mean, you know, th th this team is playing well. And, of course, Anthony Martial, the list goes on. But, you know, this is a tight, difficult uh, pitch to play on at Fulham and uh, at Craven Cottage. And I am going to take a draw on this game. I think they will eke out a draw the same way they eked out a result against Liverpool. So there you have it. Uh, those are my picks. I will be back with you tomorrow, 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 Eastern. We'll continue to look at the Premier League and preview some of these matches. Uh, we'll also take a look at the FA Cup, which is getting ready for more action over the weekend. So, so much to get to. Hope you'll make me a regular part of your week. Uh, I will speak to you tomorrow. Get ahead of postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.